Good morning and welcome to the Sharjah Talks business podcast series brought to you by the University of Sharjah. My name is Dima Jamali and I'm Dean of the College of Business Administration at University of Sharjah. Today we have an exceptional guest speaker, His Excellency Muhammad Hilal, founder and CEO of Muhammad Hilal Group, comprising 800 employees. Mr. Hilal is an exceptional leader, an influencer, very inspirational. Mr. Hilal, welcome to our Sharjah Talks business podcast series. It's an honor to have you with us. And I have a series of questions for you, touching on business, entrepreneurship, and leadership. I will start with the first question that I know is dear to your heart, because you're a big advocate of emotions. And you came up with the term emotioner, label that you always use when introducing yourself. Can you tell us a little bit more about this emotioner journey and how it started and what it means? A very good morning, Professor Dima. Thank you very much for inviting me for such an inspirational podcast. I'm sure a lot of people are so excited to hear you every day whenever you're posting something. Uh, this is a beautiful question for me, and actually this is maybe my life journey. Emotioner. Before that, let me start with a statement I always say, I job my love. I don't love my job. And that comes from a very simple uh, pursuit for what I enjoy doing, because uh, it's easier to do something you love rather than to love something you do. And that's where we started. Uh, if we look at people today, most of the people are really not satisfied or not enjoying what they're doing. And if we consider what happened since 1970, where the computer were uh, invented, internet were created, and software were the tool to make our life easier, faster, and better. Yes, it was easier and faster, but it was easier without joy, faster without moments that we treasure and keep. So we thought what we really need with all this um, ease in our life, what we discovered that we developed externally, we did not develop internally. So what was missing, it's the emotion that makes us feel more fulfilled. So we thought, you know what? People are creating gadgets, softwares. Who will create those emotions that we need? And that's where the idea came from. And that came actually from our passion toward every emotion exists. And if you think of most of our interaction and transactions, we're not seeking anything other than emotions. And the easier it is to have emotional tools available to clarify which emotion is it or it is, it will be easier for you to pick and live that feeling you need. That's why we say, you know what? There is a missing industry, which is inventing and creating emotions. So we started with the emotioner, which is a leader of uh, inventional emotion or emotional innovation. And then we'd like to build around that different, uh, let's say, roles, let's say, emotional engineer, emotional designers. And that's what we aim for, an ecosystem around building new emotions. So for you, one of the key ingredients of success is passion and emotions and linking emotions, integrating emotions within the workplace to the extent that I know that some of your perfumes are associated with some emotions. Could you tell us a little bit more on this? See, uh, you touched a very important um, topic. I always believe each of us inside him 
either an Einstein or Steve Jobs or Elon Musk or name it, all these talented people, each of us, there is someone like him inside it. It's just a matter of discovering them. And how we do this discovery is by understanding and identifying our talent first, then our passion. Because we keep hearing about talent, skill, competencies, but uh, with my humble opinion, no one understands the difference. But let me give you a simple formula. Skill with effort, you develop talent. Okay? Talent with effort, you develop achievements. So, uh, and a very important thing, which is competencies, which is motivation, knowledge, treats, and skills, which if you have, you can do any job you want. That's why we always focus on people to understand their X factor, which is their talent and their passion to become a new Einstein. You asked me a beautiful question about emotions and sense. You know, why do we exist? We exist to invent new emotions. That's the, let's say, the, the mission of our group. But each brand under that uh, group has a mission. One of our brands, job and mission is to scent every emotion. Have you imagined that your feelings or emotion could have smell? No. Okay. And that's a dream we have. We want people, every time they feel something, they associate it with a good smell that will always remind them of that feeling so they can live it more and more and more. Beautiful. I love this. And I think really like this is a critical ingredient that is not appreciated enough. The importance of emotions and passion in any work and in life, in fact. Definitely. Let me tell you something very important here. What is a personality? What is a human personality? It's content of three things only. If you know them, you master who you are. It is your thinking then your feeling, which will drive your action. So if you understand your thinking, live your feeling, you will definitely create the right actions you want to create your future and your perceived personality. Amazing. This brings me to my next question. I know that you have a soft spot for the youth and you're a strong believer in youth empowerment. And you've done so much for the youth of Sharjah, the youth of the UAE in general. But... You also bring so many uh, lessons and inspiration about entrepreneurship uh, because you're a serial entrepreneur yourself, very successful entrepreneur who started from scratch, built an empire, the Hamadiyal Group. Can you tell us a little bit more about youth, entrepreneurship, advice, insights? Let me start with the world you use, which is empowerment. To me, empowerment, like thinking outside the box. Both of them are myths. Someone brought them to us. They brought a box and they say, please think outside the box. And then someone came and say, empower those kids. I think think outside the box and empowerment are sort of slavery. Maybe people will get shocked. Why are you saying this? Let me tell you why I'm saying this. Thinking outside the box is slaving our creativity. We have to think outside the box. But who brought the box? Why do we have a box? We are created with limitless capability of creativity. And even when it comes to empowerment, we're limiting people act to wait for someone to empower them. Actually, we should raise, because you were talking about youth, we should raise capable youth that they're not waiting for empowerment if they are knowing 
they know that they're adding value. So in reality, we should remove the idea of empowerment, remove thinking outside the box, and let us be limitless with our thinking and limitless with our act if we know that we're creating value. What does it take to, ha- to create a successful entrepreneur? What, what are the ingredients for success in entrepreneurship? It's a mindset, first of all, and a dream. The dream that will keep you going and the mindset that will make everyone around you run for that dream and believe in that. Let me tell you which mindset I'm looking for. Everyone talks about success. What is success? I say success is a personality type. It's not a byproduct or a result. If you're a successful person, it means that you will never quit trying. That's basic thing. So if you have that mindset, you will always keep trying and reaching to that uh, thing. It's it's definitely nothing more than a dream and a mindset. Great. So you had the dream and you had the mindset. We have dreams and we develop and we keep developing our mindset because life are changing so fast and we need to adapt and bring the right mindset to make sure that we keep growing. Tell us about your journey with Muhammad Hilal Group, how you started, how you evolved. You're not only in perfumes now, you're diversifying, you're a serial entrepreneur, you're a very successful businessman. Can you share like your insights, your journey and some advice? Um, my journey, I used to be a pilot. Um, I love flying as, as a hobby, but not as a job. Um, and I believe that uh, we can make money anywhere we are if we're enjoying and uh, we're uh, loving what we do and we're talented. I was not happy flying and I start uh, looking for what gives me joy and happiness. I started with perfume. Uh, I decided I wanted to do my uh, perfume business, which was something weird to everyone in the region saying, you're a pilot, you want to start doing perfume? I says, I don't know, but I love it and it makes me happy. Actually, it doesn't make me happy. It gives me joy, not happiness. Happiness is another story we'll talk about later. It gives me joy. Aviation no longer gives me joy. This is my, no one supported me, but I didn't wait for empowerment. I decided and I went forward, quit my job and I start learning uh, formulas. I traveled around to know how to formulate. Today, I know how to formulate. Then um, I realized my real passion is making new things. My real talent is imagining them because these two are ta- different things. Enjoying doing things and imagining things are two different. So I was skilled in having capability to imagine and I was passionate enough to make those imagination reality. Uh, then I thought, you know what? I love scent and I realized I love food as well. So I started my perfume, uh, sorry, the restaurant business. At uh, the same time, I like designing all the boxes you see, all the products you see, we involve in the shaping and designing of them. Uh, one of my dreams before to, to start uh, jewelry and watch business. So I started investigating on that business. I went to Switzerland. I spoke to the people there. I said, you know what? I would like to do a watch. Everyone was so happy from designer, production companies and all these things. But uh, I told them, no, I just, I don't want to do any watch. I want to do a watch with a bracelet. They say bracelets, you know, since 1960, no one dared to, to do a bracelet. I said, why? They says only this gentleman who created them for the two big global biggest, biggest brand in the world. I says, you know what? I came here with a desire and dream. I would like to do a bracelet. Most of the people who were on the table left. They said, sorry, this is not doable. 
We cannot do it for you. One guy stayed with us. After a year and a half, we uh, produced an amazing bracelet you see me wearing now, okay? The same designer who stood with us and believed in us, now hired by one of the biggest company globally to do a bracelet. So that's one of the uh, stories I'm telling you about empowerment. The industry did empower me, right? I pushed the limits of the industry. Since that day till today, many brands launched their own bracelets. And that's a simple act of knowledgeless brain. Uh, from the jewelry to, to uh, now we're building a small um, multi-brand store to cater to all our brands and to create a space where people can come and live the way they want to live. Now, we have malls, yes, but it's not the way we want to interact and act freely. We are limited. We are judged in malls. We're building a space where it's judgeless and limitless in terms of interaction with people. And this is the journey toward the passion and love and joy. So the difference between joy and happiness, can you explain? Ah, you're bit? waiting for that, yeah? Yes. Okay. A happiness is a mindset. It's like you're a happy person or a sad person and you're optimistic person or pessimistic person, right? So it's a mindset. Either you're processing things by looking at the good side or processing things by looking at the bad side. So it's nothing to do what happens to you, it's the way you look at life. So every time they ask me about what makes you happy, I says, I make me happy. The way I wire my brain, if I feel that my brain picks on the wrong thing, I say, okay, where it starts? And I rewire, I go back, I build new neural pathways that help me see the good in everything. And that will make me happy and makes everyone happy. But joy is when you do things that let's say I'm sitting here enjoying this conversation, right? That's the difference. Beautiful. I love it. Year 2022 was a year of great transformation for you. Could you tell us about the shift that happened in 2022 and what was the major inspiration and trigger behind it? Definitely. You know, uh, transformation, we keep hearing it and most of the time talking about it in the digital world, that we are having digital transformation. In reality, uh, humanity been transforming through years and years and years. Lately, transformation become a must, become a way of living. And that's why we hear agility, right? So transformation is something that we should have today to keep evolving with, to sustain what they call VOCA, which is volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous, lifestyle or business, which I'm sure you hear about VOCA most of the time. So um, that was the, the drive. But if we talk about transformation to me today, I will tell you it should be set on four main pillars, okay? And those pillars will give you a very good success every time you think of transformation because they're the core of the transformation. Why do we do transformation? It's very simple. But if you ask the whole world, they will say, you know what, the system, our system is not good enough to, to, to be up to speed, our, I don't know what, but in reality, transformation is very simple. Transformation is always there to attract the right talent and to keep your happy customer. That's your base. Do you agree with me? Totally. Okay. And we want to simplify the motive to transformation. We don't want to just follow and amplify the books. We want to understand the books and learn why do we do transformation. So uh, talking about transformation, it has four main pillars. We call it create a strategical identity, design for trust, master the pivot point for sprint, and treat your legacy as an asset. 
last year transformation was focused on certain things and I had to transfer myself. I used to be the passionate, creative mind, but my company, the phase where it was, it required me to be not creative, more structured, more manager, more day-to-day. That was the major transformation to me. Now, the company used to focus on product development and inspiring the, the client. Now we are more into internal development of the team, the system, the structure. So that's the transformation that we had, let's say, this year. And for next year, we're trying to go back to creativity, uh, bringing something that totally different to the world because that is our strength. But for this period of time, we needed to go back, reinvent ourselves internally so we can run and continue impressing and uh, inspiring the world. That's amazing, which brings me to right to my next question. What you're doing and how you're adapting within your business, adapting your strategy, focusing on elements, different elements of transformation, depending on the needs of your business and your employees and your clients, this is a sign of leadership. You are an amazing leader. Leadership requires agility, requires an open mind, requires a certain skill set, a mindset. Tell us about your leadership style and is leadership innate or is it something we develop, we can develop, we can nurture? You know, um, this question, I think um, we keep hearing in an amazing way and you said it nicely. Is it innate? I think nothing is innate, okay? We always inherit something. So if someone, few generations before, work on something and owned that talent and gave it to me, then he it wasn't innate to him. He developed it and he gave it to you, right? So this is the, the idea. I believe nothing innate, you can develop anything. Yes, some could be easier, some be, could be faster because they already have some natural talent, we call it, because they inherited where someone else worked on it. But leadership, yes, it can be developed, it can be grown when you understand what is leadership. To me, leadership is very simple. It's having a dream that attracts people to you and you have the capability to understand why those people are following your dreams and what is their dreams and what is their capability and talent and how to handle each one separately, differently and handle them together to achieve the the maximum out of all the teams to reach your dream faster and to their dream faster and always be there for them, always be there for them, not for you, not for the goal only. That's leadership to me. There are many things written in the books. There are many treats very simply identified, but I believe it's dreaming, attracting people to that dream and they own your dream and become theirs. You understand every individual, know how to inspire them and know how to make them work together and stand there for them forever till you reach that dream. Amazing answer. I really love it. Last but not least, I want to ask you to give advice to our youth, the youth of the UAE, our students, our young dreamers. What what advice would you give them? I would like to ask them a question. Uh, I have this uh, interesting question. Why do we study? Why do we learn? What we should study and when we should stop studying? If you allow me to keep it as a question and let's see how they will interact and then we can give them the advice. 
So we will do a follow-up podcast and I want to end this podcast right here by thanking Mr. Hilal profusely for a very rich, inspiring episode with meaningful takeaways and for your precious time to be part of our Sharjah Talks business podcast series. I want you to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for our next podcast and our next amazing guest. Thank you very much for today.